Hi, I'm Peter Alsop. On this week's Songs to Chew podcast, we're going to play the title cut from my River of Life album. The concept for this album came from an invitation I received in 2002 from a delightful human being named Malcolm Jones. He's a friend who lives on Martha's Vineyard, and he's been trying to figure out how we can save the world from the incredible growth of our human population here on Earth. He's also the head of a family trust and foundation. He decided he wanted to invite mostly women leaders from a number of important NGOs, non-governmental organizations, to come spend a few days together each summer to exchange information and ideas about what we could do to figure out how we might address the fact that the world population is growing larger every year at a rate that we can't possibly sustain. Mal was aware of my work with the feminist men's movement and invited me to become a member of his think tank, along with many leaders from organizations such as Mother Jones Magazine, the Atlanta Feminist Women's Health Center, the Albert Einstein Institute, Hollaback, the Jane Goodall Institute, Women's Action for Nuclear Disarmament, National Association of Men Against Sexism, the Coalition to Stop Gun Violence, and many others. We named our group Up the River Endeavors based on the old story about the three wise elders who sat by their river one sunny day. The story goes that the elder who was telling a story to the others stopped suddenly. His eyes widened as he stood up and pointed to the river. Look, he said, there's a baby floating down the river. He ran to the river, jumped in, swam to the baby, and brought it back safely to shore. The two other elders were baffled. Amazing, one of them said. Unprecedented, said the other. But before they could even help the first elder dry off, the second elder shouted, Look, there's another baby floating down the river. And like the first elder, she rushed to the river, swam out, and saved the little child. Just as she arrived at shore, the third elder spotted another baby floating by. She shouted, There's another baby in the river. But she didn't jump in the river. She started to run upstream. The first elder, still holding his baby, yelled to her, Where are you going? Why can't you save that baby? And the third elder yelled back over her shoulder, Oh, you'll have to save that baby yourselves. I'm going upstream to find out why the babies are falling in. Most of us at Up the River Endeavors have made a choice to spend our lives helping others. I know I decided to do what I do because other people helped me when I needed help. This story illustrates the importance of seeing the bigger picture, why the babies are falling in, rather than just focusing on the emergency at hand, the baby currently in the river. When we first gathered together, Mal said to us, I donate funds to your organizations every year, and you do a great job of pulling babies out of the river. But year after year, you come back needing more funds. I want us to go up the river and find the source, the root causes of why these babies are falling in. So when we discover and understand the source of a problem, we're much better able to solve that problem. And by working together, we can share what we learn, teach and empower each other, so we can take care of others and ourselves more effectively. I was so inspired by the work of the folks in our group that I wrote songs for most of their organizations and put them on my River of Life album, some of which we will hear over the next few weeks. Right now, here's our title cut, River of Life. Down the river of life together Some float better than others Yes, it's true Floating down the river of life together You help me and I help you Floating down the river of life together Some float better than others 
Yes, it's true. Floating down the river of life together. You help me and I help you. We've been pulling babies up out of the river. Helping kids by the thousands every day. As folks go floating by, we pull them up and get them dry. But every year the story stays the same. Some say it's been this way forever. Some say there's just no hope, so I try. Some blame man or fear or fate. Some say it's just too late. But I cannot sit here and wait to die. Cause we're floating down the river of life together. Some folk better than others, yes it's true. Floating down the river of life together. You help me and I help you. So some of us went upstream to get to the bottom Found a lot of folks who don't know what to do Scared and lonely just like us They don't want to make a fuss But there's just too many cracks where kids fall through So we're changing the way the story's going By teaching kids and families how to swim Cause it's really hard to drown With everyone around So we're swimming all together Jump on in Now we're swimming down the river of life together Some swim better than others Yes, it's true Swimming down the river of life together Swim with me, I'll swim with you Singing down the river of life together Some sing better than others, yes it's true Singing down the river of life together Sing with me, I'll sing with you Let's try dancing Dancing down the river of life together Some dance better than others, yes it's true Dancing down the river of life together Dance with me, I'll dance with you Swimming one more time We're swimming down the river of life together Some swim better than others, yes it's true Swimming down the river of life together You help me and I'll help you My friend James McVeigh plays wonderful banjo on this one, and he sang background vocals with my wife, Ellen Gear. As a singer-songwriter lecturer, 
I've made a living going on the road by myself and playing songs that lift people and help them figure out ways to lift others. I'm used to working by myself. But I've learned that so many of the projects we take on in our lives work better when we do them with other people. Not always easier, but the results are better. The reason we go upstream to get to the bottom, as the song says, is to try to see more clearly what's going on, to understand why kids are falling in the river. When we can see the flaws in the systems we use, then we can begin to address and repair them. It's exactly what we do with our personal lives. We step back a bit and reflect on what we might have been doing to create some of the familiar problems we face again and again. Getting a bigger picture helps us figure out how to proceed. And sometimes that's a quest we have to make by ourselves. But I found that when I enlist the help of other people around me who understand the importance of community, our chance of being successful becomes much higher. Many of our governmental and organizational decisions are made by voting in a community. And that's certainly one way to do it. But I think when we use the practice of a majority wins type of voting, when we decide things that way, when we only need one more vote than the other side to get it our way, that we inadvertently create an adversarial environment that we don't really need. If we truly want a lasting resolution to our difficulty, we need to pay attention to the context that we create when we use a one-vote-wins-all system. It holds up the view that every difficulty is a binary problem. There's your side and my side. And all I have to do is get one more vote than you, and we force you and your side to do things our way. This context, this winner-loser view, can create resentment and a strong resolution from the loser's side to sabotage whatever solutions being forced upon them. If we take the extra time with those who have a different approach or agenda than we do, there's a much better chance that they will support a solution that they have had some say in. And that may include us listening to their concerns and perhaps making some concessions so that they at least feel that they've been heard during the discussion. There's a system called consensus that has worked for years in many different settings to avoid some of the problems inherent in a one-vote-wins-all system. When we use consensus, we don't have a solution until most all of the people involved have had a say and have agreed upon how best to proceed. In order for us to survive on Earth now, we will need to try new systems like consensus. In our ecological, economic, and political systems, we will need to learn more compassion and kind-heartedness more courage to stand up for justice, and more commitment to help each other stay alive and afloat in this rushing river of our lives. We will have to learn to swim and teach others how to swim. And we will have to pay attention to our context, not just our human context, but as members of the family of all living animals and plants. Humans do have dominance on earth, but we can choose to use our skills to be stewards of earthly life. And we have much to do, and we need to do it soon. I'm Peter Alsop. Thanks for stopping by. I'm so glad you came. See you next week for another episode of Songs to Chew. Bye for now.